Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com and click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts updated daily. The entire archive of shows with After Dark and Rob and Andrew is up on AmericaOutloud.com. You guys want to be sure to check that out if you have not done so already. It's another day and more classified documents have been leaked in the Biden administration to no one's surprise, certainly not ours. Uh, We know that this guy's had classified documents in his house dating back from when he was in the Senate. Um, They're just finding them in all of his properties. And now this latest leak is just absolutely egregious and outrageous that our great military is being put at risk because our plans are out there for all the enemies to see uh, pretty much all the plans and what we were going to do to uh, help out the Ukraine have been leaked. And this is just another disaster under the Joe Biden administration, who's had a lot of disasters under his watch. They're saying that some of these leaked documents were even manipulated and sent back. So this is what we're dealing with under the Joe Biden administration. Complete chaos. Our enemies are literally manipulating important military documents. And uh, the Biden administration, once again, will not take any accountability for this. The media is acting like there's nothing to see here. But this is a huge story. Rob, what are your thoughts on the latest documents leak in this Biden administration? It's not the first and it won't be the last. Well, it's not the first, and it won't be the last, and I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. I also want to thank our uh, guest tonight, Heather Robinson of the New York Post, who's going to be joining us to discuss this uh, topic also. Andrew, what I find interesting is that documents are constantly being leaked when Democrats are at the helm. We have had Since Biden has been in office, we've had the major leak of Justice Alito's decision on abortion. We're yet to find out who leaked it. John Roberts apparently did an investigation, and his conclusion was, we don't know. We don't know how we can get to the bottom of it. I'm not even certain that John Roberts wants to get to the bottom of it. I question, yes, I'm saying that, I question his ability on the high court. I think he's out of his league. I don't think he should be there. He certainly shouldn't be the chief justice. He has not proven himself to be worthy of that position. Now, some of you might ask, why are you going there? Well, because we have not gone there, and that's the reason why we are where we are today. There are too many people at the helm in these positions and doing absolutely nothing but watching the demise of this country. So when I look at it from the judiciary's viewpoint, John Roberts, in my opinion, my humble opinion, and I assume my opinion to be correct, is ineffective. Because you would think he would have already gotten to the bottom of who leaked Justice Alito's decision. And look at harm's way that he put these justices in. It's just, you you can't explain it. 
And now we have the situation with documents, Intel documents leaked from the Pentagon on a gamer's app Discord for the entire world to see. This is major. This is horrible. Now, remember WikiLeaks, Julian Assange? And then there was another guy, his name escapes me right now, and his documents leak. Quiet as is kept, the media wants to downplay it. Now, they're asking questions, and I've said this before. They're asking questions, and they're saying, okay, Biden, what, what, what do you know about this, and why aren't you guys talking about it? And then you have John Kirby. They're asking him. They're, I think Lloyd Austin and Mark Miley, they're supposed to go before the, the Senate or the House, and they're supposed to testify, and it's all meaningless. Because no matter what they say, they won't be held accountable because heads won't roll the same way heads didn't roll after the failure, disastrous pullout of Afghanistan, where 13 soldiers lost their lives. Countless other Afghans were killed. Heads never rolled. So it's a continuation of no one being held accountable in this administration. So although we're finding out that these documents were leaked on Discord, and as you said, Andrew, very embarrassing information about discussions that were had and you know, the fundings of the UA, United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia. Who leaked this? And now we're, we're being told it was probably from someone on the outside. To me, that makes no sense. From the outside? How did someone from the outside get inside to leak the documents on the outside? I mean, think about it. Does, does that make any sense to you guys? Heather, does that make any sense, Andrew, that someone from the outside leaked the documents? It seems like from some of the articles uh, I'm looking at, the leaker is thought to be like an 18-year-old kid. I, I, I confess I'm not... So, so the person hacked into the government's database and leak the information it sounds like there's i i confess i don't really understand it but in a couple of of articles i've read there's a description that that it's like it it appeared in some kind of a chat room right discord right the chat room is called discord my my you know my beloved young relative who died last year was a big gamer and that's the the context in which I know about these things that a lot of boys, you know, bright, you know, boys spend hours and days just in these, these sort of virtual reality kind of games and they're, they're called gamers, the guys themselves. And, you know, yeah, apparently the AP is reporting that the leaked documents may have origin in a chat room for gamers. I have no idea how a kid, a young kid could have possibly gotten a hold of classified documents about the Russia-Ukraine war and America's role, but apparently that's what's being reported. It's just bizarre. It's, it's very bizarre, but just going back to the app that it was leaked on, Discord, when we were going live on Facebook, we also posted our broadcast on Discord. So I'm rather familiar with it, and it is for gamers. So you're telling me that an 18-year-old, I'm just setting this up, tapped into the government's uh, whatever, their internet, 
and got this information. Well, and mm-hmm. I'm just trying to set it up. And we don't know who the 18 year old was. And I don't know if we're concerned as to finding out who the person was or is. But I tell you one thing, we're definitely going to make certain that we go after Donald Trump and throw him behind bars. We're definitely going to make certain that the folks in Jan 6 stay behind bars. But we don't care about this guy who has Mm -hmm. divulged information, whoever this person is, divulged information. And we're just going to look at it like, oh, well, you know, this is very bad. It's very embarrassing. But when it comes to Donald Trump, we want the full arm of the law to come down on him for something whereby the statute of limitation has expired. Legal experts are saying that this makes no sense. Why is he? Why are they even bringing this case up? And not only that case, but the case in Georgia, and even the do- the case with the classified documents. And I know the Bill Barr is coming out and saying, "Well, Trump needs to be worried about the case in Georgia." What he's doing is he virtue signaling. He's telling the folks in Georgia, "Hey, you go ahead and you prosecute that case because there's some there there." Although there is no there there, let's just be honest, folks. We got to start being honest and just accept the fact. That under the Biden administration, it is nothing but a corrupt cabal. Let's just accept it. And if we had an honest media, they would have already taken them out. Joe Biden would have been impeached. Kamala Harris kicked out. And who knows, Kevin McCarthy might have become the next president. But because we have a dishonest media, a media that's not curious about anything, we have what we have. Documents being leaked. People doing things that they should not be doing. Drag queens going to the White House, dancing, prancing around. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. We got to stop playing with it. We come on every night and we sugarcoat it and we try to choose our words carefully so as not to offend. But speaking the truth, sometimes people get offended. But we speak the truth in love. We speak the truth out of trying to get people the help that they need. And for John Kirby to stand before the American people and be so cavalier about top secrets that have been leaked, it's a disgrace. For Mark Miley, mm-hmm. who I never trusted, this man should not be in that position. Mm-hmm. And neither should Lloyd Austin. They're both failures. They failed in Afghanistan. Now, I know they're saying that we, we warned uh, Biden. We told him don't do this. We told him to leave behind 2,500 troops. We, no, no, no. You guys failed. You failed in your communication, as well as Tony Blinken. All of these people should be kicked out of office. And if the tables were turned, Andrew and Heather, I would submit to you that they would be running stories nonstop saying that Trump should be impeached again because some documents that were confidential were leaked, that his entire administration should be kicked out, that Mike Pompeo, was he's, he's a radical, he should be kicked out because he's responsible for it. But under the current regime, no one says anything. They want you to think that what happened was bad. They want you to think that they're on top of it. They want you to think that this is serious and we're going to get to the bottom of it and we're going to have these people to go before the House. They couldn't care any less. They just don't care. They don't have the appetite to be held accountable or to hold anyone else accountable. And it's unfortunate. And it's just part of the whole narrative that our country, and this is a truthful narrative, that our country has fallen down. There was a commercial 
couple of years ago, probably five years ago. This uh, I can't think of the name of it, but it went along the lines of I've fallen and I can't get up. That's what has happened. That's what's happening with America. Mm-hmm. Rob, I wanted to just, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I just reading a little more closely um, this AP story, you know, it looks like they're saying that they interviewed a person, an 18-year-old person who said he was a member of the chat group in which these documents have been appearing. So it, it may not be, I, I had it a little wrong. It's not that they're saying it's an 18-year-old kid who leaked the documents. It's that this 18-year-old kid was interviewed who's part of this chat room where the documents appeared. So well, then I, I would just... submit to you why that particular 18-year-old, because again, I'm familiar with the chat rooms and there are many, uh, hundreds of kids that go in. Why that particular kid? Did that kid do something that alerts their attention? And not mm-hmm. only that, again, it goes back to the FBI, <laughs> the incompetence, the ineffectiveness of the FBI under Christopher Ray, because you would think that they would have a guard's eye on all things that's taken place in this administration. Was this done on purpose? Was this done to change the narrative that's out there right now? I mean, we've got to think about everything because I don't trust this administration. Was this done so that people would stop thinking about Russia and China coming together along with India and Saudi Arabia? We can't doubt anything at this point, and we have to question everything because the media will not do it. That is the reason why we are here after Dark with Robin Andrew to raise these questions because our brothering on the left will not do it. The only time they show any interest in anything and wanted to get to the bottom of it is when they have concocted a lie about Donald Trump, something that Donald, they said Donald Trump has done. And we know that it's much to do about nothing. Trump is going to be coming to the city. I think it's uh, – did he, did he come today? Yeah, I think today. To sit for a, another deposition for Letitia James. Because she claims that, oh, he was exaggerating the values of his property. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, why do they call it an appraisal? And if you own it and you're going in to get money from a bank, they're going to ask you how much is it worth. And then you're going to give your honest opinion as to how much the property is worth. But see, the media isn't concerned about leaked documents the way they should be. They're only concerned about Letitia James or she's calling Trump in to testify because they want to get him embroiled in all these different legal cases so that he can't run for the presidency, so that he can't give the government back to the American people where it belongs. He wants to wrest it out of their hands and give it to the American people because he wants to do that. We've got to make certain that we get him all tied up in all these lawsuits. Meanwhile, what's really important is that Joe Biden is incompetent. Joe Biden just went to Ireland with his derelict son and his daughter for what? So that uh, Hunter can get more business deals? This is a complete embarrassment. And all of this is happening under Joe Biden's watch. And we have a media 
that is not curious. We have a media that does absolutely nothing but put their entire focus on Donald Trump, who has been out of office for almost two and a half years. But they just won't let it go. They will not let it go. They should be saying, why did Christopher, why is it that the FBI wasn't on top of this? Why didn't they see this in advance? Why weren't they in these chat rooms so they could have shut this down? Oh, well, they can't do that. You know why? Because they're busy going to the Catholic churches and trying to <laughs> implant spies to see who are the radical Catholics and awesome? any other Christian group. We got to make certain that we find out who these radicals are because we need to shut them down. Really? But you can't shut down leaks from the Pentagon. All of our secrets are exposed. Look at how far we've fallen. But you let the media tell it, Christopher Ray is the next, he's the best thing since sliced bread. He and Merrick Garland, because they're championing the people's causes. Meanwhile, they're going after the people. <laughs> Andrew, not good. Not good at all. No, definitely not. You're tuned into After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, or 7 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with guest journalist Heather Robinson. The pandemic may be over for some. But millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. We're back here in After Dark with Robin Andrew with our uh, guest host, Heather Robinson of the New York Post. And we were just having a conversation about the 
I guess we can call them the Pentagon documents that have been leaked or that were found on the gaming app Discord. And as Heather pointed out to us that the FBI, they were interviewing or they are interviewing an 18-year-old who apparently was in chat rooms where this information was being dropped. And from what I was reading, it was like live. This information was just being dropped in there. Now, I don't know if these kids knew what they were reading or what was well, that, well, wait, I'm about to answer my own question, because I, I doubt they knew what they were seeing. So how did it come to the attention of the authorities, I wonder? Well, apparently they were having a discussion about the Ukraine war, you know, the way. <laughs> so while they're playing their games, they're discussing the Ukraine yeah, war. They were having like an informal sort of, you know, like chat about it. And, you know, in the context of this ongoing chat, you know, I think a lot of these these gaming um, scenarios are like war games maybe. And I don't, I, you know, I don't know a lot about that world, but again, it was a conversation and somebody was like tossing in these documents and apparently they were typing in the information, you know, presumably looking here. This is from this AP story as part of debates about Ukraine, according to one member of the chat, an unidentified poster shared documents that were allegedly classified, first typing them out with the poster's own thoughts, then as of a few months ago, beginning to post images of the papers. The posts appear to have gone unnoticed outside of the chat until a few weeks ago when they began to circulate more widely on social media and get picked up by major news outlets. The leaks have alarmed U.S. officials and sparked a Justice Department investigation. So that's from the AP story. Right. So this doesn't, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because they're saying that it was an outside job, but someone from the outside had to have gone inside to get the documents. I wonder if it could be a child of somebody who works for... Exactly. So when they're saying, oh, this was an outside job, it's like, wait, this makes no sense. Because the person, even if it, if they leaked it from the outside, they would have to have gone inside to get the documents. You see how they, they put these stories out there and it's just so convoluted and mm-hmm. people not thinking as in-depthly as we're thinking, they're probably saying, oh, yeah, someone from the outside did it. Yeah, but that doesn't make any sense <laughs> because the documents were inside and they should have been protected, but they weren't. So someone Mm -hmm. either hacked the system or someone willingly gave them the documents. Think about the Julian Assange situation. Think about Edward Snowden. I'm hearing that this leak is worse than Edward Snowden. And at one point we were all consumed with the information that Edward Snowden had leaked out there. And, And where is Edward Snowden, by the way? Is he in jail? We haven't heard anything about him. It's just like, boom, at one point, it was like the story dominated the news, and then it went away. This story... I think he lives in Russia. I see him on uh, media outlets every once in a while. He does give interviews still. Ah, so he's in Russia, so he's under uh, Putin's wing. So I'm wondering if he gave Putin a lot of information. This sounds like an inside job. It sounds like an inside job. It sounds like someone did this intentionally in order to change the narrative that's out there now about Russia and China. I think it was designed to impact Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, 
I, I do believe this was it's when you think about it and what we're hearing about these countries coming together, it seems to me that this was done to either scare them or to say, look at what the United States is doing behind the scenes. You better be careful. You know, it's one of those like red hearings, like we're going to throw this out there and muddy up the waters just in case. They're beginning a little too cozy with China. They should know. Wait a minute. You might want to think again because you're on our radar. I, I don't. I don't trust this administration. I don't trust Christopher Ray. I don't trust Merrick Garland. And I sure as hell don't trust Joe Biden. There's something else going on here. There's a little bit more to meet the eyes than what they're telling us. I think this was by design. And it might have been by design by the Biden administration. Now, ultimately, in the end, there's a possibility that it will be revealed that someone did leak the information, take the information. But I would guarantee you that if someone in that administration allowed this to happen, it wasn't just happenstance. No, I, I don't believe it. With everything that's going on in the world right now. And for this, someone's just putting documents on Discord. And why would you put them there? There are so many other places you could have leaked the documents. Why not just take them to the Washington Post? They would have loved to put the, to put the information out there. The New York Times. Why on Discord, a gaming app of all places? I mean, guys, this just doesn't make any sense. I mean, what reason could we could what reason could there be? I'm having a difficult time trying to even connect the dots other than to say that this was an inside job and this was by design to change the narrative as to what's happening now to scare United Arab Emirates, Saudi Arabia, because their name is all plastered all over it. And then the money that we're giving Ukraine and how we thought about this, were we gonna do it? This just doesn't this. There's something else behind this. What do you guys think? Well, I mean, as you guys know, I mean, I've all along been of the opinion that this may be the worst foreign policy blunder in the history of this country. I realize that these are big, complicated issues, and I say this with humility. You know, I'm not an expert, but I think the experts have been wrong again and again and again with these elective wars. And I mean, it may just be that there are people within our our government who feel the same way. And this is such a an atmosphere of group think. It's very difficult to hold a dissenting view on this subject. The entire Democratic establishment is united, and most of the Republicans have supported this from day one. And not only that, any anyone who didn't was labeled a Putin sympathizer, a Russian sympathizer, you know, not just criticized, but smeared as disloyal to the country. So, I mean, I, to our country. So I think that um, in this atmosphere, I kind of speculate, I wonder, I mean, if there maybe could there be people within who don't agree with what's going on. And, you know, not like I'm saying they should be releasing classified information, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't know, you know, could there be something like that going on? Because I think what's going on, as you guys know, is basically madness. And, you know, there's very little 
critical thinking being applied, I think, to something that, you know, there's just, there's no good outcome to it anytime soon. And, um, you know, I know, you know, there's the view that we can't stop now because we're committed there. And if we pull out, it'll look like weakness and da, 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 which sounds very familiar. You know, it's what we heard in Vietnam. It's what we heard about Iraq. It's what we heard about Afghanistan. And, you know, even if to bend over backwards and give every benefit of the doubt to that argument and say, we don't know what would have been if we hadn't stayed for decades in each of those conflicts that ultimately was not a win for America. You know, it's pretty hard to argue that those were successful campaigns um, in any sense. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we're coming up on the second year here, you know, there's no end in sight. Maybe, you know, maybe there are people within the government who just don't agree with this. I I don't know. Maybe there's somebody like a Snowden or something doing this. But I mean, that's just my speculation. And obviously, we wouldn't want to do anything that could undermine, you know, we're not, you know, I'm certainly not in favor of releasing classified information or uh, doing something to sabotage our country's efforts as much as I disagree with them. You know, for what it's worth, uh, I do have a contact who was in Ukraine recently who was helping to in efforts to train their troops. And, um, you know, we do have American, we have contractors over there doing that now. I'm not sure exactly what the status of everything is, but it looks like little by little there's more American boots on the ground over there not officially, but it is happening. So um, as far as who would have done this, I mean, I, you know, I don't, I don't know. This is just all speculation, of course. I wonder if the Washington Post passed on printing this information, if it was presented to them, because, I mean, they're always at the forefront <laughs> of leaking information, albeit it's always on Trump, to the public. And that with this, they decide, no, we don't want to touch this. But somehow, someone, somewhere, got this information. And of all places, put it on Discord, a gaming app. And as you said, Heather, they were there playing games and discussing the Ukraine war. Maybe these are the future leaders of America. Maybe they were going to come up with the solution that the Biden regime, you know, couldn't come up with. I'd trust them over the Biden regime. <laughs> I, I think I would. I'd trust anybody with street smarts and common sense in charge of this, because I think this is the fruit of people who, you know, have been totally sheltered their whole lives. And as you know, I think that U.S. elites sadly set the stage for this, for what happened, which isn't to, you know, absolve Putin, uh, you know, and Russia's leadership of any responsibility too. But I, I, you know, as you know, I think that I think peace could be made there tomorrow. And I think Trump is, is the only leader articulating that. Thank well, goodness somebody is, finally. 
Well, yeah, he's articulating it. And the other night he gave an interview with Tucker Carlson and he said such. He said that had he been in office, this would have never happened. And that he knew that Putin wanted to move in on Ukraine. And he said, you better not do it. You better not do it. He also, Putin made no secret of it. He said many, many times that he would do this if he was not given, a few conditions were not met. And the main one, his real obsession was a, a guarantee that NATO would not bring Ukraine into NATO and that they, they wouldn't put missiles there. That was his obsession. You know, you can go back and look in every verbal and written statement since 2014. He said it many, 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 many times. This was his, and, and you know, as I tweeted the other day, giving him that assurance you know, we don't know what would have been, but it would have been a lot cheaper than $200 billion. It wouldn't have cost us a thing. A whole lot cheaper. And also released in the documents was, the, uh, I think, a certain amount of money that we had given one of our other uh, adversaries a whole, um, I mean, it's like unbelievable. For the past, I think, 10 years, we've given this country so much money. And it's like, we're, we're like the bank for these companies, I mean, for these countries, and what do we get in return besides resistance? That's all we get. But it was strategic. When you think, when you look at what was released, it seems as though it was strategically done with calling out certain countries. And a lot of these countries have been in the news as of lately, joining forces with China and Russia. Was this purposefully done, I wonder? And then again, on Discord of, of all places. And how is it that, lo and behold, someone from the intelligence community is going to say, oh, they've leaked our documents on Discord, and we need to look into this. And then Christopher Ray wants to come in and like, we need to shut this down. Let's interview this 18-year-old. Why that 18-year-old? And why not other 18-year-olds? And why not the owner of the app? There's something going on here that we have not been made privy to. And if the media doesn't ask questions the way they should, we will never find out the truth. I mean, on the surface, they're saying, well, Biden needs to come before the people and he needs to tell us what's happening while he's going to Ireland with his son, Hunter, and his sister. But they need to, I mean, really press the issue. Why would they go to Ireland with Biden, which is what they did, if Biden wasn't going to take their questions? Why not just say, we're not going to even go there with you. We're going to shut you down. If you don't talk to us, we're not going to, we're not going to even cover you anymore. Why won't they do that? I mean, how many, how many press conferences has Biden given since he's been in office? Uh, all of like 29, if that. And each time he was carted off before they could really get to the meat of things. And when he did give it, he was always wandering off. He was always saying things that people are like, uh, let me scratch my head. What was that? Maybe that's the reason why they, they really don't want him before the camera to talk because they know that he might say something that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Or is it that he could possibly spill the beans and be truthful? There's so much that's taking place here. And these are the questions that we would think that our media, who always like to remind us that they're mentioned in the Constitution of all professions, they're mentioned in the Constitution yet and still. Nothing. They don't go after him for these serious questions. 
that need to be asked. They don't do it. They won't do it. Why is it, I wonder? <laughs> Nothing is a happenstance. It's just in like, oh, well, it was just like, no, I do believe, Heather, that there was more behind this than meets the eye. You tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew and the American Outlaw platform. We will be back with the final half of the show after this commercial break. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited-time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution, Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Did you know that doctors and nurses have been swabbing their noses with povidone iodine to protect from airborne threats like colds, flus, and pandemic era strains for decades? Cofix RX took that idea and made a more complete nasal formula with lasting cleansing effects. Maybe you're traveling soon or going to an event. Are you concerned somebody nearby might be sick? Maybe the office or classroom stresses you out. Get yourself a bottle of Cofix RX nasal solution. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We're back here on After Dark with Robin Andrew with 
special guest, Heather Robinson, and we're going to continue our discussion, but shift gears a little bit to uh, Jim Jordan and Alvin Bragg. Now, we know Alvin Bragg's already weaponized his position by going after President Trump. Even MSNBC and CNN were saying that these counts against President Trump are flimsy at best and things are not looking good for his case. But now he's wanting to go after Jim Jordan for pointing out how incompetent he is. This is just another step of them in New York. We've seen it with Letitia James and now Alvin Bragg weaponizing their position. They free all the criminals, yet they want to go after people like Jim Jordan and President Trump. Rob, what are your thoughts on the latest with Alvin Bragg? <laughs> My thought on the latest with Alvin <laughs> Bragg. I mean, for one, he's out of his league. He's bringing up charges whereby he doesn't even know what the charges are. And we spoke about this in one of our other shows. 34 indictments that read like a fairy tale. It's like a murder mystery, and you don't know who did what, but you know that someone did it, but you don't know exactly how the person was murdered. It's it's embarrassing. And here we have a prominent black man in a high-profile position who could really do a lot. He could single-handedly, in my opinion, curb a lot of the violence that's taking place in New York City. If he wanted to, he and Letitia James, the attorney general, can walk lockstep together and say, we're going to put an end to this. And we're going to show you that all lies matter, but definitely black lies matter because we're going to put the kibosh on all of the criminal activity here in New York City. Will they do it? Absolutely not. They're using all of their resources and all their efforts to go after one man. One man. And they promised during the election that they were going to do this. And then we have our courts. Yes, I'm going back on it. Our judges. Who you would think would practice jurisprudence. But they've got a dog in the fight also. So they want to make certain that we're going to strike down anything that could conceivably help Trump. We're going to make certain that people who normally wouldn't testify because of executive privilege testify. We're going to make certain that people who wouldn't ordinarily testify like his attorney because of client attorney privilege, we're going to say, you've got to testify because we're going to make darn certain that we get this one man and keep him from giving the government back to the people. And what is the response from the Republicans? We hear you loud and clear. And we will do our darnest to make certain that we uphold the law because we know that the media won't do it. They're not curious enough. And they've demonstrated that with the leaked files. They're not concerned about that. They're only concerned about leaks when it involves Trump. But anything else, they could care less. They could care less that the country is falling down. They could care less that China is going to march in and they're trying to change the currency. They could care less. They don't want to know about that. But they definitely want to make certain that they keep Trump from giving the people back the government. So what are my thoughts on Alvin Bragg? He's a complete failure. What are my thoughts on Jim Jordan and what he's trying to do, what he's attempting to do? I take my hat off to him. And I say move forward, full speed ahead. Heather, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's it's kind of... Uh... You know, since the uh, 
Democrats uh, brag at the his probably at his higher ups behest has turned this office of his into a, a Trump uh, obsessed machine. You know, it's it's weaponizing his office. He's neglecting his actual job, um, you know, to prosecute real meaningful crime, you know, in a meaningful way. And so, yeah, so it seems like the Republicans are, you know, have kind of organized their own little stunt. And, they're, you know, they're saying if you're going to use New York's, you know, DA's office to to harass the president instead of doing your job, will will highlight your failure to do your job on your own turf. And I think it's a case of uh, Democrats getting a tiny taste of their own medicine, you know, and of course they're squawking as they always do when, when anybody pushes back, but their whole Trump prosecution is a giant stunt and a misuse of government resources. Um, so yeah, I support, I think this is, this is fine. And, you know, as a sometimes New Yorker, um, you know, I'm, I'm, certainly supportive of any effort to highlight uh, the need for basic common sense law enforcement there. So I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. And when you look at it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't come to this. We should, we should not be here in the situation in our government. But if you recall, one of the things that Trump had said, and I'm, I keep mentioning this, that he wants to give the government back to the people but he called out all of these individuals, including politicians, and he told us how crooked they were, they are, and they will continue to be because it's all about power. It's not about which political uh, party is running things. As long as you're doing it the way they want it done, they're okay with it. But the moment you step outside and you don't need them, and Trump did not need them because he was able to fund his own campaign, granted he raised money for the other candidates, but they didn't like that because they want people to need them. The media wants you to need them. They want you to bow down to them. They want you to say, will you carry the story? Will you report the story? Which is what they're doing to Biden and for Biden and for DA Alvin Bragg. They all know that Bragg doesn't have a case. They all know that he's out of his league. They all know that his entire background is all made up. With them talking about, oh, I had it hard when I was growing up. You grew up in a middle class, what upper middle class neighborhood, and stive in uh, Strivers Row in Harlem, which is a high end area in Harlem. Oh, is that right? Oh, Strivers Row. Oh my God, this is some of the great Renaissance uh, writers came there. I think Bill mm -hmm. Cosby had a place there. Even on Strivers Row, Strivers Row is akin to Fifth Avenue. Uh huh. For the about Bragg. Yeah. Oh yes, for the blacks in up uh, in Harlem. But he I wants meant, to come across as this yeah. person who is without, who's down and out. Uh -huh. But he's not. Yeah. He isn't yeah. at all. And the media will not expose him for this. But so isn't it, it, I'm sorry, Rob, isn't it also true? Do you think that uh, I read that at some point Bragg didn't even want to do this? That at some point he, I don't remember when exactly, said they didn't. 
you know, he didn't think it was a case worth pursuing. So my hunch, my simple guess is that this is coming from higher up that he was told. Well, well, yeah, what happened is that he ran on the platform that he was going to go after Trump. You Mm -hmm. can look at previous interviews. Once he got into office, he immediately said, you know, I'm putting the brakes on this. There's no there there. Because right. Van said there was no there there. The election committee said there was no there there. But then mm-hmm. when Letitia James moved forward with her case, uh, once they realized that Trump was going to run for election, exactly. it was in January of this year, he decided, okay, let's just look, let's relook at this. Let's convene a grand jury. And it was mm-hmm. probably at the request of the behest of George Soros and some of the saying. other party big right. What does that tell you that that Bragg, you know, didn't want to do he this? He bought and paid for. Yeah. Well, also, it shows you how threatened the higher ups in the establishment, whoever is really pulling the strings, you know, whether it's Soros or it's whoever's telling Biden what to do all day. I mean, <laughs> well, I think it, I, I would say that it's I would say that it's a combination of Barack mm-hmm. Obama. Yes, Barack Obama. I don't and think Michelle Obama's Obama. this stupid, honestly, Rob. Uh, I mean, well, mind no. you, Obama did things we didn't agree with. He was a hard leftist, but he wasn't as stupid as these decisions that are being made now, in my humble opinion. I, I just, I, my guess is that Obama's not pulling the strings. Because for one thing, Obama was a little more sensible on the foreign policy. He was a cooler head. You know, he let Putin take his former Russian empire bullshit, you know, Crimea. He wasn't taking the world toward, you know, instability like this. I, this is just my humble opinion. I, I think that Obama was a little more of a strategic person. I, I don't know who's in charge, really, that with this blundering that's going on now with our economy and our border and a shambles and crazy, pointless war and terrible inflation, crime. Every, I mean, this strikes me as the work of some liberal fanatic. I don't think it's Obama. I don't know who is mindless enough to be giving Biden his orders. But my guess is it's not Obama because Obama's a little smarter than this. Obama is smart. But when you have nothing to lose and you have the entire establishment, that has gone belly up in a woke society, mm-hmm. I wouldn't put anything past him. What does he have to lose? There's nothing Obama. but an upside, right? What does he have to Who's Who's well, going to come after him? I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is simple because I don't understand economics that well. But for one thing, even wealthy liberals are probably losing some money. I mean, if the market's bad and the economy's bad, I mean, under Obama, things weren't quite this bad, I don't think. I mean, I just think this seems more like some kind of globalist agenda that, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it's beyond my my poor powers to, you know, know this, but I just don't think whoever's in charge, I mean, unless you really believe there's some masterminds, globalists who aren't in the stock market themselves and don't have an interest in the future of the country and they'll do great no matter what happens to the country. But, you know, I tend to think that that's a little conspiratorial. I don't know. I mean, I just, to me, this seems just more like these idealists, these people who believe that, you know, they don't think in terms of basic 
behaviorism and consequences and law and order. They don't think you, you know, have to punish criminals. They don't think that you need a border. You know, they think that, you know, that we should be one world and, um, you know, pour our money into foreign conflicts because it's going to create a more perfect world. And, you know, I mean, these are sort of overly idealistic to me, crazy ideas that I don't think any even establishment Democrat really would (laughs) believe because they have money in the stock market and they want to send their kids to Harvard. They don't want America to be kaput in 20 years. You know what I mean? Somebody like Obama. So to me, this is almost more the work of like a Bernie Sanders or George Soros or crazy person somewhere, you know, like, I don't know. I mean, I was talking with, 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 uh, you know, somebody here in small town PA who said to me the other day, like, who would vote for these people? Who is voting for this? You know, and I just said, well, I mean, I don't know. But I mean, it's like, who what's the constituency? You know, it's a lot of young kids. It's women who are scared about abortion. It's people who, you know, depend on the government. I mean, so I guess that's the only, those are the people being served or who think they're being served by this administration and these policies. And it's a puzzle, like who's, but I guess maybe the answer is just that that, that's who's putting them in office, you know, so they're answering to their constituents, you know, with these these radical dopey ideas that don't work. But as long as we keep printing money, you know, and so like the people in the country with jobs and property keep paying and keep the whole thing going. And we keep sending hundreds of billions overseas into a bottomless pit and not enforcing the law in the cities and not enforcing the border and writing checks to more and more people, you know, and endless student loans and everything else. And we, you know, we don't have to be economics majors to understand that when you keep spending and spending like a drunken sailor and printing more money, it's like the money's going to lose some of its value, right? So the whole thing, you know, it doesn't make any sense, but it's just, it's like a, the, the government's become this ATM machine, you know, for people who are voting for that you know, for the Democrats. And it's just, but I mean, in terms of who's in charge, I don't really know. I guess it's just people who believe in that and want to stay in power themselves. Yeah, very well said. Very interesting discussion tonight. Thank you so much to our guest journalist, Heather Robinson, for joining us once again. Always a pleasure to have her on. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Robin Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream, please like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review or a thumbs up, or go to AmericaOutloud.com. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.